This is the dynasty that has stopped LeBron James arguably from being the GOAT, right? <laughs> Single-handedly, they are the guys, you know? And so you got to give them the flowers where, where it's due. But uh, I think the sad part about it is, is the fall from grace hurts so much more than the joy of the rise. And we are back. You already know that's right back again for another episode of The Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. And as always, rocking with you. It's your boy Faraz in the building. And I got with me my brother, my partner in crime, Coat to the CEO, Stir Fry Ty. Tyler, how you feeling today, my brother? I'm feeling good, bro. A lot better than those dead and beat warriors. A lot better than them boys that are getting shipped out, moving families, moving cities, all that, because the trade deadlines up upon us. How are you feeling, my brother, my dog, my co-host, Faraz? I'm feeling good, bro. Feeling good coming off a of fresh extremely busy week of work, few months at work, but we are back. You know what I'm saying? Please excuse the hiatus and the plug, you know what I'm saying? But fear no more because we are here, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like Ty mentioned, you know, talk about the Warriors. We got to talk about Eric Spolstra. And we got to talk about the day that's been looming over every NBA franchise's head, the NBA trade deadline. Uh, We got all that and more on this upcoming episode of The Hoop Plug. Before we get into all of that, we got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, the good guys over at EvanAlexanderGrooman.com. You know what I'm saying? Ty, why don't you let them know? (laughs) Hey, man, y'all already know EvanAlexanderGrooman.com. Get that beard from patchy to classy. Get that hairline from crisp. (laughs) All right, y'all know where to go. EvanAlexanderGrooman.com. Make sure you guys are plugging in that promo code hoop underscore plug underscore for that smooth discount. Yes, sir. Has a time finally come? Is February 8th, 2024, the day the Golden State front office says no more? <laughs> Man, Man, I got to say, bro, I think it is. The Warriors are cooked. <laughs> you have to keep Steph, of course. Let's not believe it's ridiculous. But you got to let them kids who've been begging for minutes finally shine and blow this thing up, bro. They are four games out of the eight seed, struggling even to stay in playing contention right now. Absolutely, man. I mean, to be quite frank, man, this Golden State Warriors franchise, this team is really just a shell of former shell of its once glorious self. You know, I mean, besides Steph Curry, like you mentioned, the old guys, them guys, they're not looking like nothing. And I mean, the glue guy from the last championship, Andrew Wiggins, the guy that you thought was going to covertly keep putting up numbers, covertly help Steph carry the squad to the playoffs. He's not able to do it either, man. It's been tough. The Warriors, it's been sad. And, I mean, to be quite frank, the one that breaks the heart the most, Clay, man. Clay has just been playing like a for- like former shell of himself. Yeah, man. We've seen he still gets some buckets, but after them double knee surgeries, the defense, <laughs> that two-way thing is a thing of the past, bro. Clay Thompson, CP, Draymond, these are the guys you're relying on. And are we sure these guys even play past 2025? I mean, they're closer to retirement than they are to being all-stars again at this point. The roster is undermanned, oh, and overpaid. And that's an awful (laughs) combo. (laughs) Nah, man, facts, facts. You said it. And the Warriors have always done a good job in terms of draft. And their young player talent pool right now is looking good. I mean, they've got guys that you can't even say their last names, right? But they're... (laughs) out here balling you know and the funny thing about it is more and more you start to see them sharing the floor with Steph Curry than the Clays than the Draymonds I mean 
Draymond's gotten to a point where he, he's been suspended multiple times this season for beating somebody up. I mean, <laughs> if that's not the sign of somebody who's had enough, I don't know what is, you know. And uh, after Clay Thompson got D Rose, and I hate to use D Rose as the reference because that's my boy, but after Clay Thompson got D Rose, he just hasn't been the same, man. I know it's sad to see, but uh, we got to admit it for what it is. We're watching the death of a dynasty. All right. This is that's old man Dre that's just getting aggravated by someone looking at him <laughs> the wrong way. This is what it looks like when a superstar, an all timer, plays their entire career with one franchise. This is how it goes. Dirk ended missing the playoffs. Kobe, the very same way. When you get these guys, their talent demands you push all your chips into the middle of the table as a franchise. You're obligated to win now at all costs, no regard for the future. And rightfully so. You got chips out of that. But after that championship window closes, there's not much left for you on the other side. And if you end up lucky enough to draft well, like you mentioned, you can squeeze out a second run like Golden State did, Nab and Jordan Poole. You can squeeze out a second run like San Antonio did drafting Kawhi. But generally, generally speaking, this doesn't end pretty. Golden State is paying Dre not to play, Clay not to defend, and the <laughs> roster past that is a bunch of guys who wouldn't demand minutes on any other team in the league. I mean, Tyler, honestly, you couldn't have said it better. I think it's time for the Warriors to put the sentiments away. I think they shake the hands of the Dre's, the Clay's. I mean, you got to keep the Steph. And if you get rid of the Steph, it's one of two options. Either you're crazy or you get in the house for him. You know? <laughs> but really, there's no middle ground. And at this point, as sad as it is to say, you said it the best. It's the death of a dynasty. It's the biggest dynasty. This is the dynasty that has stopped LeBron James arguably from being the GOAT, right? <laughs> Single-handedly, they are the guys, you know? And so you got to yeah. give them the flowers where, where it's due. But uh, I think the sad part about it is, is the fall from grace hurts so much more from, than the joy of the rise. And uh, you got to tip your hats off for everything they've been able to accomplish. But I think it's time for Warriors management to – to say bye-bye <laughs> yeah man not an easy job for mark dunleavy new gm in his first year so now ultimately the question becomes how do you fix this for us what are your thoughts if you're mike dunleavy running the ship how are you moving out of this situation the problem with the warriors and what they're faced with right now yeah i mean obviously you got rid of gotta get rid of clay right dre i mean i think some of the frustrations that are happening it's because he's frankly not that good of a player anymore. I mean, in the past, those frustrations, he would have taken it out on the defensive end, maybe get a block, you know, maybe stop a shot. Now they're just getting by him. All he can do is beat him up, <laughs> you know? And so um, regarding Clay, though, you got to be very uh, cautious of who you trade him to. I mean, you want the most value back for him. But if you go ahead and trade him to the Lakers like everybody's hoping and he gets back to regular Clay, you're going to see him four times a year. You know, you're going to he's going to be he's going to have a vengeance. So there's there's really you got to be very strategic with how you do it. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, I think the Warriors have drafted enough talent that if Steph Curry is accepting of the challenge, it's not like Steph, I don't know. Steph Curry doesn't have to win another game and he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. Right. So I think they got to they got to include Steph Curry on this. Right. But there's really a couple of options. One, you know, you work with the draft picks that you've got. You try and rebuild, and we know the Warriors have done a great job and have had great success with that in the past. Or, I mean, you still got to get rid of Clay and Dre, frankly. Yeah. And you try to trade for some other stars and try to use those young guys to fill in the rest of your roster and take advantage of Steph being there. Matter of fact, I thought of a third option, too. 
total overhaul. Getting rid of Steph, get it going crazy, getting rid of Clay, getting rid of Dre, and saying, "Listen, it's it, we we've done our thing." You know, the the owners came in and they won four championships in however many years. It's time to to start a scratch and try to try to build that again. You know. Yeah, and it's interesting. You mentioned the the last option, which might be the most realistic if you're actually talking about getting fair value back, and that's to blow the whole thing up. Because when I look at the trade value of Clay, of Dre, even Wiggins for the most part, yeah, there's a reason that Golden State wants to trade them. There's a reason that the reports are everyone but Steph is available, and that's because <laughs> they're not those guys anymore. Andrew Wiggins, what's he got the ring? Checked out mentally. Clay Thompson is... <laughs> a shell of himself like we said can't defend and dre has all the problems in the world so i'm kind of struggling on how you even get the, enough assets back dealing one or even two of them to kind of retool seth curry's 35 guys and that's how i get to the ultimate answer how do you fix this you can't and as i've said before the exact reason bob myers left town is because he knows what all of us know <laughs> they are back up against the salary cap they're both undersized and unathletic compared to the rest of the league Yes, they have Steph, but even he's not able to be himself right now because of the lack of supporting cast. His numbers are dipping in every area. He's having to play hero ball every night. It's rough right now in the Bay. It's funny, right? Because uh, Ron's 40 or whatever he is, 39, 70. I don't even know at this point, <laughs> right? But everyone, everyone, because he's able to do it, they think that the age thing is easy. Like you said, Steph's 35. He's still balling out. He's not having the greatest nights every night because of the lack of support. The point is, is he's still Steph, but for how long, right? Yeah. And as you mentioned, the rest of these guys, either overpaid, underpaid, too small, too short, too big, too slow. There's really no middle ground. Um, they've got some young guys. I mean, the only piece you had, you know, to really build for the future for some longevity was Jordan Poole. Right. And you picture old man Dre and then got an even older man, Chris Paul, in that deal. So you got older, you shorten the, the length of success. And now you're really you're faced with a tough decision. Yeah. Are they going to get someone able to pick up Clay's 40 million dollar a year contract? I don't know. Are they going to get someone that trade for Dre on a contract year when you got to resign him? Who knows if he's even going to. He was trying to retire two weeks ago someone's <laughs> gonna trade for him and, and expect to resign him it's it's a tricky spot like i said we know why bob myers left shouts to you <laughs> i mean shoot it was the timing was elite you win your rings you look like the man and you hit the road uh you don't have to make any tough decisions and you ride out on the on the high horse last of tonight on the hoop plug man you know we gotta touch on everybody's favorite time of year besides playoffs it's the NBA trade deadline, man. We've seen some wheeling, some dealing. We haven't gotten to the finish line yet, so we haven't seen the full potential of what it's going to look like, but trade deadline season is among us right now. Yes, sir. Like you mentioned, we got some moves that happened. OG and Anobi posting the world's highest a million net rating with the Knicks. If that's what it feels like, bro. I don't know what they said. The defensive rating is nine, and the offensive rating is a thousand. That's what it feels like, bro. We just dominated the Raptors and everything. But um, it's not just about the Knicks. We are an NBA podcast. Let's keep it fresh. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, trade deadline it should be interesting, but not as interesting as it usually is. We don't have KD asking for out. We don't have Kyrie 
asking out. You know, there, this is a different tier of guys, but still some moves that we need to discuss. Yeah, for sure, man. And the first one up on that list is the Pistons. Wizards. I mean, this one isn't uh, <laughs> this one isn't getting any fans off their seats, you know. So Pistons, worst team, arguably going to be the worst, one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in NBA history, if they keep it up like this. And the Wizards, who uh, Kyle Kuzma's their lead guy. I mean, enough said. Pistons, man, they get an old, frail. I'm surprised he's still around. Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala, and the Wizards get Marvin Bragley and Isaiah. Livers. I actually think that this is a good trade for the Wizards. I don't know if Pistons, maybe they're trying to get some veteran presence. Absolutely. We know, you know, we know Gallinari is, you know, he's a microwave scorer. Back in the day, he's able to give you 20 in a hurry. And the Wizards, I mean, they get two young guys drafted, two of them lottery picks, very high potential. I mean, it's sad when they, you know, when they become trade pieces for irrelevant moves in the corner of obscureness and <laughs> nba trade talks but let's stop wasting our time man the only other real big trade that has happened so far in this deadline man the raptors pacers man time before i even break it down what was your initial reaction when you heard about this move surprise shocked bored yawn what was it it was a yawn and it was because i wanted <laughs> spicy p the African prince, to do some damage for a real contender. And honestly, the Pacers came out the gate hot. They got a little in-season fever. But we all know that's not the real deal. Okay? So uh, it's nice. You know, they just got Tyrese back. Spice Guy was going to be a big help. Obi Toppin, you wanted to leave Knicks for minutes. How did that work? Yeah? Okay. But uh, <laughs> but I yeah, do like man. the move. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, as long as Pascal can find another move other than that spin move. Um, it should be nice. Uh, Tyrese is a baller. What do you think? Uh, honestly, bro, I don't think Pascal's going to find another move other than that spin mm. move. So it's slow for the it. Pacers. You hate to see it, right? Now, nah, man, I'm playing around. But honestly, I, I think it was actually a good move for both teams. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm actually not the biggest fan of Pascal Siakam's game. I feel like it's limited. I feel like he doesn't yeah. rebound well enough or uh, not consistently enough for his size and position. Good enough scorer, but feel like when people really want to lock him down they lock him down but you're giving Tyrese Halliburton some help Tyrese Halliburton man we we're talking about him a little bit earlier off air I don't care what nobody says to me he's putting up a goaded point guard season I pointed it out to Ty Chris Paul hasn't had the season Tyrese Halliburton has had is having so far in his career and to me in my generation at least and Ty I'm sure you could agree Chris Paul is the standard when it comes For to sure. the point god position you pair Pascal with those young guys, with Tyrese Halliburton. And I think now you have a one-two punch. You you have guys that you can rely on in crunch time. I mean, it starts to give the Pacers some structure in addition with uh, Miles Turner. You know, he's another big baller. Um, I like it. And then, you know, the Raptors, they might arguably, no matter what happens, have had the best trade deadline of the year. Yeah, they were able to do two things at once, which is very hard to do, and that is retool for the future, right? You see it with the picks. And in my opinion, get better today because you brought in Barrett, you brought in quickly. And I know Pascal Siakam was the co-star to a Kawhi-led championship team, but he's been living off that fever dream for a bit too long now. <laughs> facts. Facts. Nah, bro, you're speaking facts, man, and, and you're absolutely hit the nail on the head. I mean, you've gotten better right now. You know, you got rid of those heavy contracts. You've built for the future. 
I'm hype. I'm hype. I mean, uh, as long as I don't see Drake Wilden's courtside, I think it'll all be good. <laughs> yeah. And I am going to touch on the Pistons trade real quick. This trade actually makes a lot of sense, man. The Pistons, as bad as they've been, there was one thing they needed. And that is some floor spacing to open things up for Cade Cunningham, the one shining star on what has been a black hole of a season in Detroit. So you get Gallinari <laughs> and Muscala, some stretch fours, stretch fives. You ship out Bagley, who... Can we call him a bus now? Right? <laughs> if you can't get minutes on the Pistons, you're a bottom of the barrel type of guy. Okay? So let's just call it what it Shit. is. A spade is a spade and Bagley is a bust. Man. As far as moves that I want to see, I'm a Knicks fan. There ain't no hiding it. We are still one piece away. And I'm not talking about the big star because I think that's next year, this offseason. We need a bench score. Quickly has been missed. They keep throwing out DeJounte Murray. I don't think that's going to happen. He makes too much money, and he wants too much playtime. I think Terry Rozier, Giga Scary in the Garden. I think Bones Highland, we bring him over here. He pretty much going to be quickly 2.0. Facts. Facts. <laughs> someone like that, a little microwave off the bench, a guard that can get buckets and get him quick. I think we still are going to make a move in the trade deadline for that. So look, I'm looking forward to something like that. There we go. No, I like it, bro. I like it. I mean, scary Terry, bro, especially in the garden. Jalen Brunson might have to worry for his starting spot. That's the problem. With, and, and the benefit we're having scary Terry, he's going to bring it all every single night. Um, and Bones Highland with that championship experience, pedigree, you know, basically the, the same frame, same hairstyle <laughs> as quickly, you know, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I appreciate they both have braids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. For me, man, frankly, at this point, it hurts. You know, a couple years back, the Chicago Bulls, they made some moves. They were they were oh, active boy. in free agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know this is where it's going, bro. They were active in free agency. I got hype. I said, man, we got Zach Levine, the only piece left after getting fleeced for our entire Eastern Conference championship winning rosters. I mean, we never actually won the championship, but, you know, finished first in the East every year. So... From those teams, all we were able to get back was Zach Levine. Like, we got Zach. Okay, we're, we're, we're getting DeMar? Okay, cool. Oh, oh, we just got Vooch? Okay, cool. The summer happy. We got Lonzo? I was like, nah. There's some Someone in the front office in Chicago, they're doing their job. We started off the season, first place. Everything was great. Lonzo goes down. It's been three years. It's been the longest three, shortest, longest three years of my life, bro. Golly, we've been terrible ever since. And frankly, shows to how good of a player Lonzo was that he was able to be the key difference maker in in the success of the team. And now that we don't got him, it shows. But we need to blow this bitch up, man. I'm gonna just keep it frank. It's been a year and a half since we put out a pod saying we did that they need to blow it up, and uh, <laughs> that they haven't is a scary thing because every month every season that goes on the value you're going to get for these guys goes down so i hope they have an awakening soon we've heard zach levine's name swirling he wants to get out you can see it in his body language so we'll see if they pull the trick well and you don't gotta worry bro about their value right because we play so fucking bad with these guys anyways <laughs> that we're gonna get a lottery pick regardless to replace the ones we gave up for them so it's, yeah we might not get anything for them but hey at least we don't gotta worry about them playing just good enough <laughs> Hurts, it's, doesn't it's it? bad in Chicago. <laughs> cool, man. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Hoop Plug. Ty, any closing thoughts before we get up out of here? 
Nah, as always, why don't you let them know where we put that flavor? Guys, put some flavor in your ear. Peace. Okay.